The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. They say football is just a game. Okay, just a game, right. It's just a game that teaches the values of hard work and sacrifice. It's just a game that shows the importance of a team. A game that turns boys into men. A game that brings people together. And it's just a game that on Friday nights from August to December turns Crozier Keystone Stadium into a sea of orange and black. A game that when the lights go on turns the Marple Newtown student section into a loud 12th man known as the jungle. So yeah, for some, football is just a game. But for Marple Newtown football, it's much more. It's a game that makes memories, bonds students, and turns Friday nights into the best night of the school week. So come join us and witness the type of game football is to the Tigers family. This is the 2016 Marple Newtown Tigers on the Tigers Radio Network. Carmen Christiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. What a job by Carmen Christiana. This man hand off the Fowler's cutting it back on the near side. And he is off to the races. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. There goes the ghost. Doctor's in the shotgun. Trips to the far side. He's going to roll. It's going to be up. It's going to be intercepted by Dino DiCamillo. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side. Chopping his feet. He finds the corner. He's going to be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. On the one-yard line, Paletti under center. He's going to take that quarterback sneak. He's going to drive his legs. Tigers get on the board to go back in this one. It's going to be Paletti shotgun formation. Three wide out spread. Hoff in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from Santina. And he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! Paletti's going to take the snap, and he's going to run to the outside, and he is just going to heave it to the end zone, and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown. Three wide receiver set. McDermott looking down the field. McEwen plays, and is intercepted by the Tigers going down the sideline. And he is going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Can you see? That is number 86, Ryan Schneider. What a... Well, he comes out, rolling down the sideline, has a touchdown in the corner for Abel Hawk. 
That's going to be a play action as McDermott's looking down the field. It is intercepted. None other than Carmen Christiana. He is having himself a ball game. Doctor's going to roll out. He's going to be pressured. He's going to roll in the pocket. And coming up for his seventh sack of the season is Noah Turner. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football, heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network, is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Zenith Public Adjusters, Bryn Mawr Glass, Home and Business Adjustment Company, DZO Mechanical, Barnaby's of Havertown, Gillen and Associates Law Firm, Anthony's at Paxson, and the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line at A.G. Cornog Field on the campus of Haverford High School in Havertown, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, Larry O'Connell, and Jim Alsman. Marple Newtown is coming off their first loss of the season, dropping a heartbreaker at home to Ridley, 17-14. Quarterback Anthony Paoletti hit a streaking Cameron Mathis right before the half to give them a 7-0 lead. The defense did their part as well with Mathis and Carmen Christiana registering INTs. However, the momentum shifted towards Ridley in the second half as the Raiders' triple option proved to be too much to handle. The Tigers will now look to bounce back this week against a tough Haverford squad who is on the rise. After dropping back-to-back games to begin the season, Coach Gallagher's squad has won five straight for a 5-2 and two record. Last week, Haverford cruised to a 42-0 victory over Herodon. The Fords have one of the top passers in the county as well in quarterback Jack Ruane. Complimenting Ruane are a pair of wide receivers in Jordan Mosley and Chris Trainer. In addition to an explosive offense, the Fords defense has pitched three shutouts this season. Good evening and welcome to A.G. Cornock Field in Havertown, Pennsylvania for tonight's matchup between the Haverford Fords and your Marple Newtown Tigers. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePentima, and executive producer Jim Olsman. I'm Dave DePasco, and we are live for the Central League matchup. Steve, despite the tough loss to Ridley a week ago, the Tigers will have to learn from those types of experiences and channel that energy into their matchup with the Fords tonight. Without a doubt, Dave, big game tonight against Haverford on their home turf. Marble Newtown's got to put last week's loss behind them. And, you know, I was telling you guys this, those first uh, six games of the year, Marple looked great. But that game last week showed me a lot of what Marple could prove against a very good, stout 6A team in Ridley. Marble Newtown's got to know this, and Coach Kicking's been telling them this. You're still alive in playoffs. They're, t- they're third right now in District 1 in the 5A playoff standings, and they're still alive for a Central League title. So tonight, just another step, another team in their way, and they got to come out tonight and prove to everyone out there that they can beat these 6A teams. Absolutely. This is Marple Newtown's first game on the road trip. They go to Harrington next week. But Eric's along the sidelines. Eric, a different field being at Haverford. All right, so it seems like we're having technical difficulties with Eric. But, uh, Steve, what are some things we can look forward to tonight? Well, we saw Pele. He was a little banged up last week. We'll see how he comes out tonight. So I expect some new guys to step up tonight. Not new guys, but 
parts of the offense that we haven't seen much, and that's in the running game. Fallows and Weathers, I expect them to get uh, more carries than they have throughout the games uh, this season. So expect them to start off with the running game. But I, I want to see more Mootown get up early and have their defense protect that lead all game long. Okay, we're going to try Eric one more time. Eric. All right, go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, we're here at AG Cornhog Field. It's a pretty nice crowd already, and it's uh, still 15 minutes of game time. But, um, you know, nice field here, nice environment. And uh, it kind of reminds me of Pencrest Field a little bit as I'm trying to compare to other schools in the Central League. Nice turf field, nice uh, stadium. It's not really, The stands aren't really that big, kind of small. So uh, definitely a different atmosphere compared to uh, Crozer Keystone that we're used to. Now, Steve, there's a little something different going on here in Haverford. A little little donation at Marble Newtown last year. We sold the Shelley event supporting cancer. This is tonight going to be for the Kane Foundation that supports. They're going to be wearing yellow and gold uniforms. Yeah, and uh, I've talked to uh, one of our old members of TRN, Christo Garavellas, who I see on the Haverford sideline. We'll have to give him uh, a little uh, crap later on today. But uh, he said... uh, that this man uh, had cancer, but he helped kids that went through cancer and had cancer. So they're supporting him tonight. Uh, Haverford's going to be wearing gold uniforms tonight. Everyone's wearing gold tonight. Uh, I see they're selling some breast cancer stuff as well. So a big uh, big community event tonight. Youth night as well. We had youth night last week against Ridley. Now Haverford has youth night tonight. So it's a big community event. It was a pain to get parking. <laughs> but uh, just another uh, Central League battle. Absolutely. Now, we've already talked about I said in the intro, but... Haverford has a quarterback as well. Marble Newtown has Anthony Paoletti. Jack Ruane is certainly a player to keep an eye on tonight. Yeah, Ruane, only a sophomore. And if you've seen film, Coach Gallery does a great job at getting him uh, acclimated to games. A lot of short passes, bubbles, um, curl routes, a lot of stuff to get him um, acclimated to the games, I said, because he's a young guy. They don't want to throw him into the fire. He's going to have a big test tonight going against guys like Tobin, Miller, uh, Moss, guys up front from Marble Newtown, which they're going to have to get pressure on him. But Ruane, he's 14th in uh, Southeastern PA in yards and 4th in Delco, just under uh, 1,200 yards with 9 touchdowns and 59% completion percentage. So he's a good uh, player, taking over Jack Donahue, last year player of the year at Haverford. So uh, I expect Ruane to have another good performance tonight. Marble Newtown last played Haverford in 2014. They suffered a loss Losing 38 to 27. All time, Marple Newtown does have the edge 30 to 24. We're going to see what happens tonight. Eric, what's a key to the game that Marple Newtown or Haverford is going to have to keep an eye on? You know, as I'm thinking about it, I think Marble Newtown has to start fast. Last week, uh, you know, they committed some penalties, some turnovers early on, and they didn't get it off the, you know, they didn't get on the scoreboard quick. So I think if they can start fast, put up some points on the board with Paoletti's arm, Marlon Weathers' legs, etc. You know, I think uh, Marple will put themselves in a good position. But on the flip side, you know, last week they, they committed, to, they made too many mistakes. And, you know, when you play a team like Ridley and then, again, this week playing a tough, tough team in Haverford, you know, we shall see how this plays out. It's definitely going to be a battle tonight. But starting fast for both teams is an important key tonight. Absolutely. One of my points are going to be you need to win the offense and defensive lines especially when you got you got a quarterback like Anthony Paoletti, you're going to have to set up that play action. Marple Newtown really hasn't gotten that running game going. I want to see if Marlon Weathers and company can do it. On the flip side, Moss has been a force. you got other guys that are going to have to contribute. You've seen Tobin 
get into the backfield, leading the team in sacks in that category. But you need everyone to step up, especially other guys like Tommy Long that you're going to talk about. Yeah, Tommy Long. I had an opportunity to interview him this week, one of our featured players, and I just asked him what was one of the main keys of success. He's a senior now. He's been through this program through the ups and downs, going from a three-win season to now teams back-to-back uh, you know, playoff contentions, and he said it's just hard work in the all season. This whole team bought in since December, since they were knocked out by Upper Moreland last November. They bought in in December, and they worked their tails off. And he said that's the big key to success. I mean, we have talent, but that hard work has been paying off. Absolutely, and then you have a, a big fell up front. Anthony Goodman, I uh, said, you know, what's it like being a part of one of the most prolific offenses in Marble Newtown history and, and one of the top offenses in Delaware County this year? And he said it's a privilege to be a part of it, and he Stepped up this year for, uh, he took over for Kyle Kelly, who's now off at Widener, playing right tackle for the offensive line. And he said it's just a privilege playing next to guys across from guys like uh, Luke Lazowicki and having a guy like Anthony Pelletti in the backfield. Absolutely. We're going to step aside right now. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Welcome back to Haverford High School as Marple Newtown is going to take on the Fords. But Steve, more importantly, here are some players. We're going to send it to Larry first and then we're going to get your insight. But what is a player for Marple Newtown that has to have a good game in order for the Tigers to succeed? My guy to look out for tonight is uh, Luke Cantwell. He's a guy that uh, winds up at DN sometimes on defense. He can play outside. He's a guy that can play tight end on offense. He's just a uh, he's a guy that can play all around, and uh, he's a guy that's going to need to have a big impact on both the offense and defense tonight. Steve, yeah, mine's two sophomores uh, on the Marple side. That's Cal- uh, Marone and Alden Mathis, the younger brother of Cameron Mathis. A couple guys banged up. I want to see these sophomores. They got a lot of reps in practice this week. Expect them to step up. And for Haverford, it's Chris Trainer, number 21, the receiver. Had an excellent year last year with Chris, uh, with Jack Downey throwing him the ball. He makes big plays out there. Expect him to step up tonight. Eric and I were talking. I'm going to circle number eight for Haverford. Jordan Mosley. He leads the county in receiving 685 yards, six touchdowns. That is certainly a player that Marple Newtown's got the zero in on. Additionally, they have a running back named Mike Romanofsky. That's going to. A mouthful, but he is certainly a tremendous player. He plays linebacker in addition to be handing the ball off. Those are the two main guys in addition to the quarterback, Jack Ruane. Eric, who's your player to keep an eye on? You know, I definitely like to echo what you said about Jordan Mosley for Haverford. I mean, this guy catches screens, long passes, streaks. I mean, this guy's huge. He's big. I saw him in warm-ups. I mean, he's pretty ripped. He's a big guy. He's someone that Marple really needs to keep an eye on tonight. 
And for Marple on their side, my key tonight is Luke Lazowicki. How can he protect our guy, Anthony Paoletti? Can he keep can he keep Anthony on his feet tonight? We don't want Anthony on the ground this week. Last week he, he suffered some blows. So let's see if big guy Luke can come back and uh, have another strong game for Marple Newtown. Haverford takes the field in their gold uniforms alongside their red helmets. But depending on perspective, Steve, Mosley is 6'2", 205, the same measurables as Anthony Paoletti. He's a big guy. We know what Anthony Pele could do at the running back or at the quarterback position. This guy Mosley is an all-around athlete for Haverford, and he's been having a great year thus far. Certainly, as Marple Newtown is yet to take the field, but a player to keep an eye on last week, Carmen Christiana had a huge interception undercutting a pass by Stratton at the goal line. And then you had a player like Cameron Mathis as well having an INT in addition to seven receptions, 132 yards, and a pair of touchdowns. Yeah, Carmen Christiana, every team has an all-purpose player. That's Carmen Christiana. He can play any position on the field. I don't care where you put him at. He's going to make a football play. He's got to have a game, a great game every week for Marble Newtown to have a chance. I know you, we talked about Paoletti leading the league, uh, leading Delaware County in passing yards, but you need a guy, a complimentary player. It's Carmen Christiana in the receiving end, blocking game, on defense, special teams. He does it all. He has to have a big game tonight for Marple. Marple Newtown just getting ready to come onto the field. They are wearing their orange helmets with the white uniforms, all white. But, Steve, on film, it looked like I was watching Marple Newtown's offense watching the Haverford film. They go shotgun. They go two backs. They go empty backfield. It's basically watching Coach Geeking's offense. It's the same offense. Again, it's a young quarterback, so they set him up very nicely, as I said. Bubbles, curl routes. They don't try to throw it down the field too often and put them in bad situations. Inside zone, but it's the same offense. They mimic the same offense that Marlboro Newtown does. We see, we saw Upper Darby earlier this year. They all run the same line. Spread offense, trips, quad formation. Uh, but, again, you got a young quarterback out there. He's been improving. Marlboro Newtown has to get pressure on him. We're going to step aside. They're going to get ready to do the coin toss. You are listening to Marlboro Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Welcome back. For the Tigers, Anthony Paoletti, Cameron Mathis, Big Luke Lazowicki, and Carmen Christiana go out for the Tigers. For the Fords, you have number two, Corey Hunt, number 21, Chris Trainer, number 44, Mike Romanofsky, and number 51 for the Fords is Jack Farrell, the linebacker. This is important, Steve. I know it's only the coin toss, but you see who gets the ball first, whether quarterback in early lead, and see who won the toss. Marple Newtown won. They are going to defer to begin this game. So we're going to see the Fords ruin quarterback to begin here in A.J. Eric, last words? 
you know, it's a beautiful night for football tonight. It's just under 60 degrees and nice atmosphere here, and it's for a good cause for this Kevin Kane Foundation uh, for, for cancer. So it's going to be a nice night, Friday night lights, another huge game in the Central League. So just really looking forward to seeing a good night of football. Thank you, Eric. And now, Steve, I just want to get this in real quick. Marple Newtown has to stay disciplined. Last week, nine penalties, 60 yards. You cannot do that again and expect to win. Yeah, I mean, both teams had a lot of penalties last week, but Marple Newtown has to clean it up this week. They have to play clean football because on paper, on film, I believe they're the better team tonight. We're going to step aside now. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. That was the national anthem performed by Haverford's marching band. Teams get ready, and we are about to get underway here, Steve. That's right. Haverford going to receive it. Haverford's offense averaging 26 points a game. And on the other side, Marple Newtown's defense only giving up four points a game, 30 points all season long they've given up. They have two defensive touchdowns, forced 11 turnovers, and they have forced 15 sacks, 34 tackles for a loss, with Cooper Moss leading in both of those categories. Kicking this one away for the Tigers is number 33, Luke Siverdelli. See who's going to be back to return for the Fords in a moment. Number eight in Mosley is going to be back alongside number five, Travis Weiss. Fords are going to go west to east. Marple Newtown's ready to kick this one away, which has to wait for the signal. Beautiful Friday night here. In Havertown, Pennsylvania, in A.G. Cornog Field. That's the signal. And Siverdelli boots this one away. It is a high, booming kick. It's going to be returnable from the nine-yard line. Weiss is going to corral his way up and down to around the 15-yard line. Great job by Kevin Marone, the sophomore, to keep contained there, hold the ball carry in check, and Marble Newtown takes care of him. They're going to spot him up and around the 24-yard line. 11.53 to begin this drive 
for the Forts. I said Jack Ruane, only a sophomore, but fourth in Delaware County and 14th in Southeastern PA in passing yards. First down and 10 from the 24. Ruane, shotgun formation, trips to the far side. Romanovsky on his left hit. It's going to go that way. It's going to be up the gut. He's going to break one tackle. And on the play was Luke Cantwell and company. Romanovsky, he's a big guy, number 44. We talked about plays middle linebacker on that stout defense, but he's a big back. you got to get low on him. you got to gang tackle him. He's not easy to bring down. The ball is now spotted at the 29-yard line. So give him five on the carry, setting up second down and five. Four wide receivers once again for Ruane, who is in the pistol. Behind them is Romanovsky. Marple Newtown jumps. That's going to cause a flag. It looked like encroachment, Eric. Yeah, Cooper Moss jumped. It's uh, going to move them up five yards for Haverford. So that's going to be encroachment. I was just saying, Steve, you have to play smart. And right off the bat, they give him a free first down. Jake Ruane. He's a sophomore, but he does a great job on the hard count there. Ball is spotted on the 34 after the five-yard penalty. Play is blown dead. I believe they're just trying to get the sticks, but is that what the issue is, Eric? Yeah, it looks that way. Look, the referees are meeting, meeting that midfield right now. To, yeah, they're calling it a first down. So yep. I guess it depended on the spot. They were trying to see whether that first carry got four or five yards. but So it's going to be first down and ten to real, begin this game. Real quick, happy birthday shout-out to Coach Gicking. Not bad. See if we can get a win for him tonight. That'll make his birthday wish come true. First down and ten from the 34. Shock pistol formation. It's going to be a quick out to Mosley on the outside. He breaks one tackle. He's being tackled down at the 40. And on the play is Carmen Christiana. It's a quick spot pass right to, as you said, number eight Mosley. Big target for Haverford. He catches it and picks up a good amount of yards on first down. Seven-yard gain on the pitching catch. Second down and three. Just under 11 minutes to go here in the first quarter. Tied 0-0. Haverford got the ball. They have first down and driving. Trips formation to the far side on second down and three. Rowane. Low snap. He's able to roll to the outside. He's got some running room, and he's going to pitch it for a first down and more. Breaks one tackle, and he's going to be spotted down in Marple Newtown territory. Number 15 on the catch. Was Kareem Bernard. AJ Katrakatsis and Liam Ferry in on the tackle for the Tigers. Spotted is down into Marple Newtown territory on the 44. Not the start that Coach Gicking wanted. First down and 10 trips formation to the near side. 15-yard gain on the play. It's going to be a handoff to Romanovsky up the gut, and he's going to try and bounce it to the outside, but the Tigers are not fooled and gang tackle him. They're going to give him forward progress, mark him down for at least a one- or two-yard gain. Romanovsky takes the inside zone play, but bounced outside. Had room, but great job initially by the defensive end, number nine there, Kyle Tobin, who comes in and makes the play. 
um, as well as other defenders for the Tigers. So it's going to be a one-yard gain for him. Shotgun formation for Wayne. He looks to his right, and he's going to go that way. And he hits his target, and Mosley out of bounds. Sidesteps the defender. He is a tall target at six foot two. He didn't get the first down, but he's going to be spotted at the 38. He's going to set up third down to manageable. And yeah, nice reception there. Sidesteps. Picks up some good yardage there to make it a more manageable third down. And the Tigers have held their opponents 27% on third down. Let's see if the defense can step up here. It's going to be third down and three. For the Forts from the 43. Excuse me, the 37. Four wide receivers. Romanovsky on his left hit. Low snap. It's going to be a quick pitch and catch to Mosley. He makes one man miss. He's got the first down and more. But it's just a low snap. Looks like play's going to be blown dead. He's able to just lob it up to his wide receiver and make a thing happen. Yeah, and Ruane's doing a good job getting those low steps and making plays. But initially, I mean, eventually they're going to come back to haunt you because those low snaps, that messes up time. That gets defensive linemen in the backfield quick. But so far, so good for Ruane and this Harford offense. 11 yards for Mosley. Makes it first down and 10 on the 26. Just under nine minutes to go here. First drive for the forwards who are driving. Ruane looks to his left, comes back to his right. He has a man in Mosley who had a touchdown and dropped it. Marple was very fortunate on that one. They got really lucky. Mosley streaking down the seam. He just dropped that one. Just a little lollipop throw from Ruane right in the breadbasket. Mosley was unable to haul it in. And Marple Newtown is very fortunate there. It's going to come up second down and ten. That was six points, Dave. Absolutely. Incomplete pass. Clock has halted at 8.44 here in the first quarter after the incomplete pass by Mosley. He has two catches on this drive. Rowene comes out. Pistol formation. Trips to the far side. One wide receiver to the near side. It's going to be a handoff up the gut to Romanovsky. Tigers do a good job to bottle him up. It's going to be... About a four-yard carry, third down and six coming up for Haverford. Tigers D-line have to get a better push up front. They're not winning the battle right now. Romanovsky getting about four or five yards each time he carries the ball. Third down and five from the 21. Eric has a very good view. We're going to send it down to him because he's our man in the red zone. Rowan comes out, trips to the far side. Romanovsky on his left hip. And Corbett, the lone wide receiver on the near side. Ruane's going to roll to his left. And he's going to tuck it himself and get out of bounds. First down, Fords. Defensive end for the Tigers. Losing contain there. Tobin, he initially got good pressure. Forced Ruane out of the pocket. But Ruane, there was no one in the flat there. And he picks up the first down. Good job by the sophomore. It's going to be about a nine-yard game for the Fords. We talked about the Tigers. Ben, don't break defense. They've only given up 46% conversion rate in the red zone. Let's see if the defense can step up here on the first drive of the game. 
First down and 10 from the 12. Ruane, shotgun. He's trying to get the Tigers to jump with that hard count. He's going to look to his right. He's going to throw a little a little screen outside, but intended for number 44 in Romanovsky. Tigers do a good job there. They're not fooled by that. And Ruane has to throw it where the defenders can't get it. It falls incomplete. Going to bring up second down and 10 for the Haverford Fords. Eric, it looked like a Marple Newtown play with that swing pass. Yeah, something we see Marlon Weathers catch a lot out of our backfield. Um, you know, that could have almost been a fumble, too, almost thrown behind the line. of That's right. It's something to keep an eye on as had to make sure the ball is going forward instead of backwards. It would be a lateral. Second down and 10 from the 12. Twins wide receivers for Ruane. Marple Newtown look like they're bringing the blitz. They do. Low snap. Ruane's running to the outside. Almost hit him in the backfield is Tobin, but he's going to call on his own number. He's in around the 10 yards, but that could have been a disaster for the Fords. Ruane made something out of nothing. Yeah, Ruane, he's a special player. I mean, I'm very impressed with what I'm seeing so far. He picks up only about two yards, but it could have been a loss of about four or five. Tobin almost had him. But good job by the Tigers, D, not to lose contain there. A big third down here for the Tigers. We've seen this a lot of times. Teams will drive down on the Tigers. Tigers, but they bottle them up when it comes into the red zone inside the 20-yard line. Four-minute drive here, third down and nine from the 11. Wayne in the shotgun. Twins set for him. Low snap once again. Marple Newtown brings a jailbreak. It's a screen pass. And he is going to be tripped up, and the touchdown-saving tackle is made by Luke Cantwell. What an outstanding play by Luke Cantwell. That's a hammer screen. I mean, Tigers, you saw the defensive lineman just coming inside untouched. They set that up. They bring the outside receiver in on the hammer screen, and Luke Cantwell, I mean, that was another six written all over. Cantwell comes in and makes a shoestring tackle. Big fourth down here for Haverford. That was a tremendous play. We're going to step aside now. Coming up is fourth down and seven. 0 0 here, 7 11 rain in the first quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire at Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Ports are going for it. Fourth down and seven from the nine. Ruane in the shotgun. Four wide receivers. Twins. Romanovsky right behind him on his right hip. He's looking to his left. He's going to go that way. And it is going to be caught in the end zone. Touchdown, Forts. Little slant pattern from the outside receiver there. Can't see who hauled that in. It was number nine, Matt Corbett. Corbett hauls that in. Nice throw by Jake Ruane, number nine. And pending the extra point. The Fords take the early lead on the Tigers. Fords score 7.05 on the play. 
Sean Cannon in to kick the extra point. It is good. Ford's getting on the board first. 7 nothing here with 7-5 remaining in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. So Haverford goes the distance. They start on their own 24-yard line. Go for it on fourth down and seven and get into the end zone, Steve. Yeah, an excellent drive there led by Ruin. You had guys like Romanovsky, Mosley, and capped off, as you said, uh, by Matt Corbett at the end of the drive there for the touchdown. But we haven't seen many teams drive down on the field on the Tigers. This is Tigers' only second time they've trailed all season long in the first quarter. First time coming against Carroll in week one. Kicking away for the Fords is number 82, Nick DeFeo. It's going to be returned and bouncing to the end zone from the one-yard line is Marlon Weathers. He's going to go to the outside and then be bottled up in around the 20. Marple Newtown not having great field position right now. They've, their average uh, starting field position is about the 35-yard line all season long. Uh, but right now they're pinned right inside their 20-yard line. And we'll see how the Tigers' offense responds. It's going to be spotted at the 17-yard line, 6.59 on the clock here in the first quarter for the first drive for the Tigers. Ford's coming into this game, one of the hottest teams in Delaware County. In the pistol is Paoletti, two wide receivers sitting the near side. It's going to be a just dumped down intended for Carmen Christiana in the flat, incomplete. Uh, Christiana looks like he ran a one route there, a little speed out to the sideline, but falls incomplete. Pass hops right in front of him from Paoletti. Incomplete pass. Second down and 10 from the 17 for the Tigers. About, uh, Powerford drops their first two games of the season, but now they run off five straight. So They've been playing some good football here. Three wide receivers. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, trying to bounce it to the outside, and he is going to be stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Good job by the Fords defensive line to not be surprised. This is a great front seven of the Fords. Uh, great defense all around. They've only, they held a great running attack of Ridley to only seven points earlier in the season. It was to a loss. It lost seven of them game two, but it's a hard team to run on. They haven't seen a team that can pass on like Marble Newtown. They haven't played Upper Darby yet. They play them, obviously, on Thanksgiving, but mm-hmm. Marble Newtown's uh, one of the toughest passing teams that they've faced thus far. They give Weathers to the 20. Third down and seven for Paoletti. Trips formation to the near side. He's going to roll that way. He's looking, and he's going to intend it for Dolgarian. Intercepted by Romanovsky at the... 30-yard line. Fords take over. Three, fl- there's about two or three flags fly in the backfield. And that's gonna, that's gonna give Marple an automatic first down. Was it after well, the interception? It was, after. it was on the quarterback, but you're right, Dave. It might be after the interception. So we're gonna have to see the call, Eric. Yeah. Fords 
The personal That's, foul against Marple Newtown. I'm not sure about not sure. that. <laughs> oh, low confusion here. It's all Marple. Okay. Marple's. Oh, now Marple's defense is coming out. Yep. After the interception, they're calling a personal foul on Marple. I saw Paletti on the ground. I saw two flags next yeah, to him. I, so thought, I, I thought it was something mm-hmm. in regards to that, but that, that hurts Marple. So now Marple's got to keep their composure here. They're already down 7 nothing. They just turn the ball over, get a 15-yard penalty, and the ball is right inside the fi- about the 13-yard line. Ball's about basically in the red zone. So they're going to take over here. Their second possession is going to start at 6.02 here in the first quarter. They lead 7-0, knocking on the door after the Romanovsky interception. Off the hands of Dolgarian, popped up in the air, and he was able to corral it. Personal foul, that's all they said. Personal foul moves him up an additional 15 yards. So Wayne comes out. Short field, four wide receivers. Low snap once again. Rowane's going to be sacked in the backfield. Throwing him down to the ground is number 68 of the Tigers. Good job by him to throw him down, and that is Mike Miller. Great job there. I thought they were going to throw a flag there on a horse collar. Now, not sure what the rule is. I mean, he had him initially, and then they got he got him around the horse collar area and then brought him down. But no flag for Marple Newtown there. A big, big sack to get back those penalty yards for the Tigers. 14-yard sack on the play. Now second down and 24 from the 27. Trips formation for Ruin on the far side. Forge leads 7-0 with 5.20 to go here in the first quarter. Tigers getting a great push. It's going to be a screen pass to Romanovsky. He's got some running room, and he's going to get back to penalty yardage. But he fumbles, and Marple Newtown recovers. I believe that was number 15 on the recovery, Dylan Conan. Dylan Conan, that's his second fumble recovery of the season. The first one came against Pencrest in week two, where he recovered one in the end zone for a Tiger defensive touchdown. But big there. I mean, this, this game could have got out of hand early that was set up by the miller sack that caused that call to get into a screen eric that was conan with the recovery correct yeah that was dylan conan yeah with the recovery there nice play because romanovsky looked like he was headed for pay dirt there first down and 10 from their own eight yard line paletti looks to his right he's got a man complete and it is going to be marked out of bounds at the first down marker caught by carmen christiana he's brought down by number 17 John Clay, the free safety, is only a junior, comes up and makes a nice hit. But not before a Tiger first down there. And if nothing, if Tigers don't get anything here, what they have to at least get is to be able to flip field position because they've been battling deep in their own territory thus far. 11-yard gain, first down and 10 from the 19. Handoff goes to Marlon Weathers up the gut, gets a full head of steam, and then he is going to take a few forwards with him. He's about around the... Let's see where they mark it down. So waiting for the official signal. So about the 20, 24-yard line. Yeah, looks like 24. And the Tigers, they have to continue sustaining a uh, running game. Uh, they're not going to pick up many yards against a stout defense, but in order to keep 
Haverford on their toes, on their heels, excuse me. They're going to have to keep running the ball. Second down and five from the 24 after the five-yard game by Weathers. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows now trying to bounce it to the outside. He is going to be stuffed in the backfield. Nice play by number 21, Chris Trainer. 21 tackles, 21. It's Trainer tackling Fallows there. It's going to be no gain on the play. They're going to actually tack them back one yard. So it's going to be a one-yard loss on the carry, setting up third down and six with three minutes and change to go here in the first quarter. Auburn telling a good job on third down this season at 45%. See if they can convert here deep in their own territory. Two wide receivers on the near side for Paoletti, who stands in the pistol. Weather's behind him. He's going to look to his right. He's going to go that way and is going to be reeled in by Cameron Mathis for a Tiger first down. Cameron Mathis, huge completion there, or reception, excuse me. He comes into this game with 543 reception yards. Mm -hmm. He's eighth in southeastern PA and third in Delaware County in that category. So when in doubt, throw to number 16. And he comes in with a big first down. And more importantly, is that Tiger first down? He keeps this drive alive. Ball is spotted at the 32. First down and 10 for Paoletti. In the pistol. It's going to go right back to Marlon Weathers, who has a lane. And he is just going to dive forward. They're going to mark him around the 33-yard line. That's a tough earned run right there on first down by Marlon Weathers. Great job up front by the O-line. Haverford player down on the field. We're going to step aside. Ford's on top 7-0 with 3 minutes and 10 to go in the first quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall. Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! Weather gets six yards, second down and four to go right back to him. He gets a full head of steam and Scooby tackled down at the 45. Give him seven and another Tigers first down. Such a shifty back. I mean, he runs the ball so well. He's so good with his his body weight. He can shift back and forth. Uh, never looks to bounce it to the outside. Follows his blockers and he picks up another Tiger first down. I like to see what the Tigers are doing, establishing a running game early. Last week, Weathers had... Eight carries for 46 yards. They're going right to him here in the first quarter. First down and 10 from the 45. Paoletti in the pistol. Fallows the back. It's going to go to Fallows. Good push up front, but he's going to be stacked up at the line of scrimmage. They're going to give him a yard down at the 46. That's three straight running plays for the Tigers. We haven't seen that all season long. <laughs> no. no. Tigers doing a little something different in this game. And what this is going to do is set up a big play outside for Paoletti to find his receivers. 
They tacked on an additional yard. Second down and eight from the 47. Comes Paoletti in the pistol. Behind them now is Weathers. They check in and out with Fowlers. Two wide receivers. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers who goes up the gut. Great push by the Tigers. And he is down and around in the Haverford territory. Ball is spotted down at the 46. It's going to be close to a first down. They're going to be barely third down in inches. He is running with purpose tonight. Number five, Marlon Weathers, the sophomore. And he's close to a first down. And this is uh, this is QB sneak territory for the big number three, Anthony Paoletti. Early on, Weathers has five carries for 27 yards here in the first quarter, which only has a minute 30 remaining. Third and inches from the 46. Paoletti in the pistol. Goes right back to Weathers up the gut. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He has the first down. He's still on his feet. He makes one man miss. He's going to go bounce it back up the middle. He's going to be down at the 30. What a carry by Weathers. It's going to be a 16-yard gain. You better find number five if you want to stop him. I mean, he is running, as I said, with purpose tonight. Big, big play on third down. Hartford defense sells out on third and one. And, when you sell out on short yards like that, you risk a big play, and that's exactly what happens there for the Tigers. A tack on additional stoppage of play has come. I believe the team has called timeout. Haverford. Haverford calls a timeout with 105 remaining here in the first quarter on top 7 nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marble Newtown High School football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marble Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarpleNewtownFootball.com and Click on the alumni tab. Let's continue to build this great legacy of Marple Newtown football. Go Tigers! Marlin matches barely what he had last week. He's up to six carries for 44 yards, 17 on the last play. Good up front push by that offensive line there, led by number 78, Luke Lazowicki, his second game back after injury. First down and 10 from the 29. A minute 05 remaining as Paoletti's in the pistol. Behind him is the sophomore in Weathers. Goes right back to Weathers. Feed the beast. He's going to try and bounce it to the outside, and he gets it. He's going to be stopped, knocked out of bounds, and it's going to be about a five-yard carry. Marple Newtown, they can score fast, but this is a nice methodical drive. It started inside their 10-yard line. They're doing a great job here. Second down and five from the 25. Play action. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to look into the end zone intended for Cameron Mathis. Just got away from him, Steve. Cameron Mathis got pulled. Surprised we didn't see any flag there. Before that ball was thrown, he was pulled. He tried to run a snake route, up and go route, and uh, he got yanked a little bit, but no call, and the ball sounds incomplete for the Tigers. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're Mm -hmm. establishing a run to set up a big pass play there. Unfortunately, they couldn't connect on on second down. 35 seconds remaining. Third down and five from the 24. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers up the gut. He's going to be met by number, 
I believe that's eight. Mosley who comes in on the play. It's going to set up around fourth down and one or two. It's an interesting call. Yeah, and this is going to work out perfectly for the Tigers. This half, this quarter should run out. The Tigers should have some time to think about it. This is definitely four down territory. You're about a fourth and one. I guess about two yards. Yeah, they gave him two. So it's going to be fourth down and two from the 21. Clock's going to end up, and that will do it here in the first quarter. Fords on top, seven to nothing as the Tigers are approaching that end zone. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. High school playoff football is almost here. HavenFootball.net will be bringing you all the playoff excitement by broadcasting one playoff game each week right up to the District 1 Championships. Playoffs start November 4th. Don't miss one minute of all the excitement and thrills of playoff football. Go to HavenFootball.net for dates and times of each broadcast. Our broadcasts will be available live and on our archives. HavenFootball.net. High school football never sounded so good. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember... If it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Key story in the first quarter is Marlon Weathers rushing for 52 yards as a crucial fourth down and two here for Marple Newtown. The Haverford Ford scored on their fourth down opportunity to get them on top. The way that you're running the ball, you got to give this ball to Marlon Weathers. I mean, they're all they're bunched up here. Paoletti's under center. Single back is Weathers. Hafford stop, and it's going to be a handoff to Marlin, who's up the gut. It's going to depend on the spot, but I don't believe he got it. No, Eric? He stopped short. He's, a, he's inches short, it looks like. Yep, it's Haverford ball. First down, Haverford. So Haverford does a good job by the big guys up front. He got a yard. He needed that second. Haverford takes over. Ball's on the 21, 11.54 here in the second quarter. Tigersman. Double tight there. They had an up back there. It looked like number nine, Kyle Tobin, was the fullback. And uh, Haverford does a good job of stopping them. First down and ten for Ruane. Trips formation to the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Roman Ofsky up the gut. who tries to tr- get out of a hold by Luke Cantwell, but is unable to get out of it. Roman Ofsky trying to make up for that. Mishap on the last drive, but Marple Newtown, as I said, they didn't have to score on that drive. Only down seven nothing, but they did. What they did, they took time off the clock and they flipped field position tremendously. Five yard carry for Romanovsky. Ball spot on the twenty six. Rowan second down and five. Trip formation once again on the far side. Low snap goes right back, and it's going to be a play action, and it's going to be a keeper by Ruane, who's hit at the line of scrimmage. Marple Newtown trying to knock the ball out. So you can see either one yard or no gain on the play, but a full me. Yeah, it was uh, inside zone there. They He read it and pulled it as the defensive end crashed in. Good read by Ruane, but excellent job by the Tigers. Edge defenders to force that inside and make a play. Pack. 
on one yard off the keeper. Third down and four from the 27. Big down here for the Tigers to try and get off the field. Uh, watch out for number eight, Mosley. We'll see if Ruane decides to step back here and throw him a ball. Fripp's formation to the near side. Closest is Mosley. Giving a cushion is Mathis. Shotgun for Ruane. He's going to roll that way. He's looking deep down the field. And he is going to launch it. He has a wide open wide receiver, number 21. And he's going to go across the field. Makes a stop, makes one man miss, and be dropped. But he's going to be down around the 10. What a job. What a catch. Big play for the Fords. That's Chris Trainer, And he, he ran a snake route there. He was the inside man. Mosley was outside number 8. Chris Trainer, number 21, was the inside receiver. He runs a snake route and just was lost in coverage. Makes an outstanding uh, catch and touchdown saving tackle by the Tigers. 60 yards on the pitching catch. First down and 10 from the 14. This Ford's offense is explosive. But it looked like a broken down coverage, Steve, because he was wide open. Yeah, well, what happened was Ruane, number seven, was able to scramble a little bit. So cornerbacks got their eyes stuck in the backfield. And that's how uh, Chris Trainer was so wide open. First down and 10 from the 14 for Ruane. Trip formation once again to the near side. Romanovsky the back. Low snap. It's going to go to Romanovsky up the gut. Good job by the Tigers to group tackle. And they're going to give the tackle to Moss. This time, Harry Gicking, the defensive coordinator for the Tigers, sends their strong safety, Carmen Christiana, number eight, up the B gap. And he times that perfectly and makes the play there. Romanovsky only picks up about one yard. Second down and nine for the Fords. As we approach that end zone, we have our man Eric Dipentima along the red zone. It's going to be second down and nine for the 13. Nine minutes to go here in the second quarter. Two wide receivers now to the near side. Low snap. Romanovsky is going to be hit in the backfield. What a job by number 44, the Tigers, Cooper Moss. Cooper Moss, he's been doing it all year long. Give him 34 tackles on the season with 16 and a half tackles for a loss. So they're going to mark him back around the 20 yard line. Seven yard loss, Eric? Yeah, about, yeah, six or seven yard loss there. Yeah, that's a big play. Makes third and 16 for Haverford. Thank you, Eric. As Moss's helmet flies off, he's going to have to check out of the game. Ball spot on the 20 once again. Third down and 16 for the Fords. Eight minutes to go here in the second quarter. They're on top trying to add their second score of the night. As there's a flag down, it's going to be a delay a game against Haverford. Make it third down and 21. Haverford's been having their way against the Tigers' defense, but it hasn't been easy. The Tigers have been making them work for it. Um, we've seen a couple big plays, but some touchdown-saving tackles by the Tigers. In this situation, after a big play, they're shooting themselves in the foot. It's third down and long now. The Tigers' defense has to come up big here, down 7 nothing. Third and 21 from the 25. Ruane, shotgun formation. Low snap. Ruane's looking, looking, looking. Tobin trying to get pressure on him. He's rolling. He has all day to throw it. And he's just going to tuck it out of bounds. 
Wait, he's going to throw it to the end zone. It's going to be intercepted by Corman Christiana streaking down the sidelines. What a play by the football player, Carmen Christiana. As I said, every team has an all-purpose player. Carmen Christiana comes up huge tonight. He does it every single game for the past three seasons, and he comes up huge tonight right there with an interception. Ruane, again, only a sophomore, probably should have just tucked it in. I mean, he was scrambling around. What an outstanding player Ruane is, but he tried to force it. You can't force it when number eight's lurking in the secondary. Huge play by the Tigers' defense there. Second turnover of the night. Christiana's second consecutive pick in back-to-back games. Tigers take over with at the 7.44 mark here in the second quarter. There's a penalty against Haverford, Eric. It looked like they caught a block in the back on Marple on the, re- on the interception return. But there's it looks like penalties on both teams, though. So it's going to offset? It looks like they're going to offset, I believe. All right, they're still talking about it. Yeah, the referee, yeah, they're a little confused here. He's calling the offense, and they're calling the wrong squads here. He's confused after the interception. But the play's going to stand. It looks like it's going to be after the Carmen Christian interception. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, the play's going to stand. All right, thank you, Eric. Blocking it back against Haverford will give the Tigers more cushion. So, so there was two penalties against Haverford. Now we're getting some clarification. All right, so the Tigers have pretty good field position here. But what a play by the Tigers. I believe it was Dolgarian that saved the touchdown after Trainer was racing down the sidelines. That is a crucial play here in the first half. As the Tigers take over, the block in the back will give the Tigers the ball at the 36, first down and 10, Tigers need to score here, Steve, to try and get back in this one. I don't understand how the block in the back is accepted. Regardless, let's, just, let's, let's yards, move on. Three yards for Paoletti. He's going to look to his left. He's going to throw a pass completed to Dolgarian. He's down the sidelines at the 50. It's going to be a 14-yard pickup. Dash Dolgarian. We talked about Mathis. Dolgarian's fourth in Delco with 526 yards and 11th in southeastern PA. They cornerback on the opposing side gives a lot of cushion there, about 10 yards, and Paoletti takes advantage of it, connects with Dolgarian. His 26th reception of the season gives the Tigers another first down. First down and 10 from midfield. Four wide receivers for Paoletti. He's going to come right back to, I believe... That was Dolgarian once again on the far sideline. It's going to be around six or seven yards into the Ford's territory. You're going to give him cushion. Paoletti and the Sovereign's going to take advantage of running short curl routes. And they pick it up. Close to a first down there. So good back-to-back pitches and catches from Paoletti to Dolgarian. Second down and three. Seven-yard reception to Dolgarian. Second on the drive. Snap, it's going to go to Weathers on the outside. He got some room. He's going to take a Ford defender with him. It's going to be a Tiger first down. They're going to mark him down in and around the 40, the 36-yard line. Tigers haven't been playing their game thus far. I mean, we've seen them sustain a nice drive. The first drive wasn't them, so they settled in the second drive, went down the field, was just stopped on fourth and two. But now they look like they're in rhythm here combination of running the ball and passing it. 
Just under seven minutes to go here in the first quarter. Ford's on top, seven to nothing, but Tiger's looking to get on the board. Trips formation to the near side. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers off the far side. He gets a grind block, and he is going to be into the end zone. 36 yards out for Marlon Weathers. Great job there. Great deception and call by Coach Gicking. He sends in Alden Mathis in motion across the field. Paoletti then hands it off. Back across to the other side where nobody else was. And the Tigers take advantage of there. Marlon Weathers streaks down the sideline for a touchdown. Great blocking on the left side of the line behind number 78, Luke Lazawicki. And the Tigers are an extra point away from tying this ballgame up. Steve, the sophomore has 11 carries, 95 yards, and that touchdown. In the kick, the extra point for the Tigers is filming. They're going to have to burn a timeout because they're not ready for it. We're going to step aside here. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Welcome back. The run by Weathers gets Marple Newtown back in this one. In the kick, the extra point is Riley Philman out of a Carmen Christiana hold at the 643 mark in the second quarter. But see, what a block. Kick is up. The kick is good. Philman ties this one up at seven apiece with 643 remaining in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Welcome back. Weathers ties it up at 7 apiece. In the kick it away for the Tigers is Luke Civerdelli. Back to return for the Fords is Travis Weiss alongside Jordan Mosley. Marple Newtown won the toss. They elected to defer and will get the ball to begin the second half as Civerdale boots this one away. It's going to be turnable for Weiss from the three-yard line. He's going to run it up the gut. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He's going to make one move, and he's going to be down in around the 31. Good job by number six, Luke Cantwell. Nice return there by Travis Weiss. He comes towards the Halford sideline, cuts it back in, and gives him some... Decent field position to start off this drive. Ball game is now tied up 7-7, Dave. 29 yards on the return for Weiss. Puts the ball at the 32-yard line. First and 10 for Rowane at the 634 mark. Rowane comes out, trips formation to the far side. Romanovsky the back. Tigers look like they're applying pressure. 
going to be short pitch and catch. It's going to be caught by number nine on the near side in Corbett. He caught the touchdown pass. His second reception puts the ball at the 40. Corbett with a curl route on defender. Cameron Mathis, number 16. He gives him a cushion there, and Ruin takes advantage of it. Good pick up there of eight yards on first down. Just a simple curl route on the near side. Marble Newtown's applying. I guess they're giving them a cushion, Steve. They don't want to get burned far. So second down and two from the 40. Six, six minutes to go. Four wide receivers. Low snap. It's going to be a short pitching catch. Caught by Mosley, who makes one man miss. Sidesteps another Tiger, and he's going to be down at midfield. Ten yards for Mosley. That's a spot pass there. He turns, catches the ball, runs upfield, and he's a big boy to tackle. What a threat they have outside in Mosley. Leads the county in reception yards and certainly has added to that total tonight. First down and 10 from the 50. 5.30 to go here in the second quarter now. Clock continues to run. Rowan looks to his right, uses that hard count. He's going to come back to his left. It's going to be caught by number 9. That is Corbett once again, and it's going to be a late flag, and I believe that's going to be a late hit. Eric? Uh, yeah, he barely got him. I mean, he it wasn't vicious at all, but looks like the referee's going to get him for a little extracurricular after the play. So the play looks like it went down at the 45-yard line. The late hit is going to attack on a free 15 yards. Steve, that discipline, once again, it's coming to bite him. Yeah, that's a sophomore play right there. It's a sophomore mistake, that cornerback. They're going to spot the ball at the 29 now. So that's a big penalty into Marple Newtown territory. They're approaching that end zone. First down and 10 for Ruane. Tigers applying that cushion on the outside once again. It's going to be a hand up to Romanovsky off the far side. He lowers his shoulder and takes out one tack, one Tiger. He's going to be down near the sticks. They run a sweet play to Romanovsky. He cuts it off inside the tackle. Picks up some good yardage there on first down. As you say, ran over a Tiger defender before he's finally taken down. Eight-yard carry for Romanovsky on the play. Second down and two from the 21 now. Harford doing a good job answering the Tigers' previous possession, which ended in a touchdown. One yard from that red zone. The clock continues to tick. Ruin using that hard count to his advantage. He looks to his left. It's going to be a pumpkin go, and he's looking for the end zone, and he is going to complete it. Knocked out of bounds, but good job by the Fords to keep his bounds. Number 15 was... Along that sideline, that's Bernard, but what a job by him to keep his eyes down the field and find his target. Ruane's been doing it all game. I mean, Tigers are getting some good pressure on between Moss, Miller, uh, Rankin, and um, their other defensive end there. But Ruane's been doing a great job of escaping pressure there, and he makes another another broken play in the positive yards. Bernard gets the ball down to the 15, first down and 10. Ruane continues to use that snap count. He looks to his left. Tigers apply pressure, and they're going to hit Ruane. 
What an outstanding play there by the Tigers' defense. Luke Cantwell jumps up in the air, then tucks the ball, and he he saw he had a guy there in the back of the end, but he had to tuck it because Luke Cantwell jumped up in the air, and then when he brought it down, he was immediately hit. Looked by number 44, Cooper Moss. Looks like there's a timeout on the field. Eric, what was going on down there? No, it, it, it wasn't a timeout. Not really sure exactly what was going on. It was just a little pause in play. I don't, I don't know what they were discussing. All right, thank you, Eric. Loss of one on the play. Second down and 11 from the 16. Trips formation to the far side. Tigers get a phenomenal jump. Ruane's going to keep himself, and he's going to try and bounce it to the outside. He's going to get it, and he's going to be tripped up. No signal yet. He's going to be down before the first down, but he's in or around the one or two-yard line. Outstanding athletic play by Ruane. I mean, again, it looked like he was going to be stopped short. He keeps bouncing outside. He has quick legs, and he gets out of bounds. I believe he's spotted down at the one, Eric. Looks like about the two, first and goal at the two. And they just took him out of the game. They put number 17 looks like he's in that quarterback, John Clay. So the ball first down and two at the 14 yards for QB power here. It is going to be a jet sweep to the outside, and he is into the end zone. Not un- unable to see the number. I believe that was 15, and Kareem Bernard, who gets into the end zone off that sweep. And they got a little wildcat there. They give it to Bernard for a touchdown. Going to be 13 to seven, pending an extra point. The clock continues to run, so they're going to try and get the clock fixed. As Marple Newtown does have two timeouts to try and get back into this one, they do get the ball to begin the second half. But what a job by Rowan! to get his team down the field and get into the end zone. Yeah, he's a special player. I have for found that quarterback, only a sophomore, as we mentioned, doing some good things tonight. They try to fix his clock. Tigers will have about three minutes, around 10 or 15 seconds remaining in the half. So they have plenty of time to go down the field. Yeah, they're going to put 3.15 on the clock. So 3.15 and into attempt the extra point for the Fords is number 85, Sean Cannon. Fords use two different kickers, the, the Theo to kick off and Cannon to get the extra point. Sort of what Marple Newtown does with Philman and Civerdelli. Tigers will get the ball to start the third quarter, but they have three minutes and 15 seconds to do something with it. Tigers get in, and it is blocked. It is blocked. What a play by the Tigers. Great great job by number nine of the Tigers and Tobin to get the stop. So the Tigers stop the extra point, 13-7 with 3.15 to go in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. Welcome back. 
as the Fords find the end zone on the jet sweep. But Ruane, that was all Ruane, Steve, on that play. Defeo's in the kick. This one away. Back to return for the Tigers is Christiana and Weathers. That extra point could be crucial later in this one. Yeah, great pressure, as you said. It looked like Tobin, Miller were able to get in there. Defeo boots this one. It's a short little kick, and it's going to be returnable from the 12 is Carmen Christian. It goes right up the field, and he is tackled down in around, I want to say, the 30-yard line. They're going to mark him around. Referee continues to mark him down, and he's going to move back, waiting for him to spot the ball. I want to say it's the 32, but good job by him. This drive will begin with 3.09. Tigers have two timeouts. After they saw that pass two draws by Marlon Weathers, they decided to squib it this time, not to let him return it. First down and 10 from the 32 for Paoletti. Four wide receivers on his right hip is Weathers. Paoletti, it's going to be a little screen to Dolgarian. He's going to try and get the corner. Excuse me, that is Mathis. Who's going to be hit out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Yeah, little spot pass this time. The number 16, Cameron Mathis, the senior captain. He hauls it in. He's able to get out of bounds. So the clock will stop at 3. Right on the dot. Tigers trail by 6, 13-7. Trying to get something going here. Plenty of time for this offense to get eight, some points. Eight yards on the pitching catch to Mathis. Makes it second down and two from the 40. Paletti in the shotgun. Four wide receivers and twins. He looks to his left, and he's going to keep himself. He's got the first down. He just dives forward to get the first down. Good job by him. They're going to give him up at the 46. Great job by Paletti not to take a hit. Falls down, gives himself up, and the clock will stop as they try to reset the chains here. So they reset the chains 247, 246, 245 here in the second quarter. Twins formation once again. Paoletti running to the line. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, who's going to be spun down in the backfield. It's going to be a loss of one on the play. This time, the nothing end, doing. The end crashed. Yeah, it looked like Romanovsky, middle linebacker, comes over to the edge and crashes hard. And he brings down Marlon Weathers. So, Tigers try to... Throw off the defense by running the ball. And the success Weathers has been having, why not? But loss of yards there. Tigers going to have to make it up with only two minutes to go in the first half. No gain on the play. Second down and ten. Now from the 46. Carmen Christiana goes in motion to make a trips on the near side. It's going to be a handout to Weathers off the far side. He's going to stiff arm one for defender, stay on his feet, and be hit out of bounds. So that's going to stop the clock. But he's only going to gain about two or three on the play. Stops the clock at 146. Yeah, it does stop the clock, which is huge. But a big third down here for the Tigers. You want to try to get into at least field goal range. We know both kickers, Civarelli or Philman, do have a leg from at least 30, 32 yards out. But the Tigers mm-hmm. are going to have to try to convert here on third down at their own 49-yard line. Third down and seven for Paoletti. He's in the pistol. Man goes in motion. That's Dolgarian. 
It's going to be a roll. It's going to be a fake screen pass coming back for Paoletti, who's going to try and get out of the play, and he is going to be blown up all the way back at the 35-yard line. Yep, so a little rollout play there. But great protection in the defensive backfield by Haverford. All receivers were covered, and Paoletti has to take a sack there. So the Tigers are going to let this clock run out. Looks like Haverford might call a timeout. And they do. They burn a timeout. Haverford's on top, 13-7. to We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610 565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. Haverford leads 13-7. They're going to get the ball back as Marple Newtown's going to have to punt. Huge sack on Paoletti sets up fourth down and 22 from their own 34. Or seven and a half games through the season almost, and the Tigers have not gone in the half down. They're in trouble right now, down 13 to 7 as they have to punt away here. Trainer stands on his own 35 yard line to return the film in punt. 115 on the clock. Clean snap. Filman boots it. It's a squibber. It's going to bounce at the 40 and take a Marple Newtown bounce. And it continues the roll, continues the roll. It's going to be down at the 33 of Haverford. Not one of Filman's best punts, but it does take a nice roll there. So the Fords will begin this drive with a minute and 02. They can throw it, Steve, so I expect them to air it out. They do have no timeouts left. Yeah, no timeouts. They burnt two in the first quarter. Just burnt one now on defense to stop the clock as Marple Newtown punted away. But as you said, 102 to go. This is big for the Tigers. They can get a defensive stop here. they got to be feeling good going in the half because they will get the ball to open up the second half. Rowan is going to be a handoff to Romanovsky. Bounces it to the outside. Now he comes back to the inside and then makes another juke move. Ball is loose. Ball is loose. Marple Newtown almost jumped on top of it. Ball was flying up in the air. Three Tigers were in the area. But luckily, the big fella, number 54 of the Fords, was in on the recovery. Tyler Kimball. That would have been huge for the Tigers. But... Romanowski trying to make something out of nothing there. Great running by him. I mean, just trying to juke, making guys miss. And uh, when you do that, someone's going to come from behind. And couldn't see who it was, but one of Tiger defender punched that out from behind. They always practice those drills in practice. But it looks like they're going to let this one run out. So the Tigers have to feel good here. They're going to go in the half, down six. So that's a flag for a delay of game. Eric, that's a delayed game penalty, correct? Yes. They're, they're calling false start. 
Okay. But uh, same thing, five yards, I guess. So we'll see. So it's going to be a false start against Haverford. That's going to stop the clock, correct, Steve? That clock should start. Since it's an offensive penalty, that clock should start on the whistle. Yep. So the clock does start. Rowan in the shotgun. Four wide receiver. Stands at his own 28. Marple Newtown applies pressure. It's going to be a quick pass to the outside. Caught by Mosley. He gets out of bounds. He stops the clock with seven seconds remaining. If I'm Haverford, I'm, I'm taking me going to half because you almost just gave up the ball there on offense. But it Marple Newtown, great field position. So if I'm Coach Gallagher... I'm going in the half up six, but he knows how lethal this offense of Marble Newtown can be. He knows they're getting the ball in the second half, so we'll see if he tries to get something going here. Ball spotted at the 35, setting up third down and eight with seven seconds remaining. To Marple Newtown can cause a turnover. Mosley split out wide to the near side. It's going to be a handoff up the gut. Marple Newtown's going to stuff him. Ball's going to be spotted at the 41 as clock runs out here in the first half. Haverford leads 13 to 7. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Hey, the Tigers look pretty good. Pain heels. Cheeks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. That's it. That's it. I want you to think about all those mean people. They're going to be your tackling fuel. Tackling fuel. We're going to use them to play football. Yeah, John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't. What is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean... No one comes into our house and pushes us around. You're listening to Mark Newtown High School Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Now back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, and Jim Olsman. Welcome back. It is halftime here at Haverford High School. The Fords are on top 13-7. to I'm alongside Larry O'Connor, and we're going to run through. Larry, what have you seen in the first half? Uh, this is a 
really the first time the running game's really gotten going in the half the past couple weeks. Uh, as you said, Marlon Weathers, uh, almost 100 yards in the first half there. Uh, and they're going to need that running game in the second half to uh, open up the play action and open up the passing game against this uh, tough habit for defense. Well, something we haven't seen really this season. It's been the Air Paoletti show, but tonight it's been more of a balance attack, handing the ball off to Marlon Weathers, and he was able to bounce it on outside on the one play for 36 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it was a beautiful play design and a beautiful uh, execution there. The offensive line, the receivers blocking downfield, and the run. It was just all around a great play. Eric's right next to the Haverford marching band that's performing as there's a minute 30 to go and change, and then another three minutes as the players are going to have to warm up. But Eric, who's patrolling the sidelines, with something that Marple Newtown's going to have to do to get back into this one? You know, they got to convert their third downs and also convert if they get the fourth and short. They got to convert those, you know, crucial downs. They had a fourth and two or fourth and one in the towards the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second, and they didn't convert that, and that was an opportunity that they missed. So they're going to have to capitalize on those opportunities, put up points on the board. But I know one thing: Marlon Weathers is loose tonight, and also that missed extra point by Haverford could be a big, big play later on tonight. Couldn't agree more, especially on the kick. It's only a six-point game. Steve, Marble Newtown has forced two interceptions. Uh, excuse me, one interception, one fumble recovery. Despite that, they only have seven points. Yeah, Dave, um, they struggled a little bit to start off the game. Uh, they had an interception of their own, which then they got the ball back. But uh, they got the ball to start the second half, as we talked about. They have to capitalize. At least get a good drive sustained, whether it ends in a field goal or a touchdown. you got to try to get something going on offense. I like how they're running the ball, as Larry said, but it's going to set up some play-action passes. Pele's going to be able to step back three to five-step drops and be able to air it out. Um, but I like the way more than Weathers is running the ball. But on the defensive side of the ball, Dave, they have to step up. They have to stop the receivers and trainer. Mosley, those big guys are hurting them thus far. And, of course, Ruane, I mean, his scrambling ability has been deadly. I mean, whether he's picking up first downs on the ground with his feet or he's just extending plays, Marble Newtown has to contain him because a lot of their plays, big plays, have been done you know, on broken plays. Absolutely. The Forge first possession, they drove all the way down the field, starting on their own 24, March all the way down into the red zone. Fourth down and two, they go for it. They get it. They throw a slant pattern to the senior, number nine, Matt Corbett, who able to get them on the board, 7 nothing. And then Marble Newtown responds. Marlon Weathers, the running game is really clicking for the Tigers tonight. The big fellas up front, tied up at seven apiece. And then Ruin finds a shrieking trainer going down the sidelines. And then Carmen Christiana picks the ball off. That gains momentum. But then the Fords capture the lead once again. They decide to go big package. They hand the ball off. They go to the outside to the wide receiver, Kareem Bernard. Extra point is blocked. That's how your score is 13-7 to as there's under three minutes to go as both teams come back onto the field. We're going to step aside next. Next coming up for you will be kickoff as Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, 
water, or wind damage to your house. Help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking, and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610 610- Three five nine eight four five four. Welcome back to Havertown, Pennsylvania, as Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half. But Steve, last week against Ridley, this was the turning point. Coach Kicking elected to do an onside kick. Marple Newtown recovered, but because the ball didn't bounce on the ground, it went towards Ridley. They got a fifteen yard penalty on top of it. They did a sweep to the outside and then tied up the game. Yeah, it was a big turning point last week. This time around, Marple will receive the ball, and, and they have to get something going. It's, it's, it's interesting. You said you know maybe they start off with a play action pass deep, or maybe they will s- try to sustain a drive, try to go down the field and go up by one point. We'll see what happens, but uh, the playbook's over. I mean, we haven't seen what we saw in the first day. We haven't seen all season long mm-hmm. in the first seven games uh, how well Marple Newtown is running the ball. Uh, so we'll see what Coach Kicking does to come out in the second half. And see what Coach Gallagher does. Last time they elected to do a squib kick and try and keep it out of the hands of Marlon Weathers. Back to return for the Tigers is Weathers and Carmen Christiana out of a DeFeo kick. And this second half is now underway. It is a kick. It's going to go to Weathers, who's going to be standing at the nine-yard line. He's going to get a lane. He's still on his feet. He's going to be wrestled down around the 30. All right, so the Tigers are going to take over about the 30, their 30-yard line. Paletti trots out onto the field. Tigers down by six to open up the second half, Dave. 
first and 10 from the 30 comes Paoletti. This drive will begin with 11.53 on the clock. We'll see what Coach Kicking has drawn up at halftime. See the rally to troops. Pistol formation. Only two wide receivers. Behind him is Weathers. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers on the near side. He bounces it back up the gut. He's going to rumble his chop his feet and only gain two or three. Tigers go back to the running game. Pistol formation. Inside zone play to Marlon Weathers. Ford do a good job of defending him. About a couple yards on the first down run. We'll see if the Tigers might be setting something up to go deep here. Three yards on the carry. That gives Weathers over 100 yards on the night. Second down and seven from the 33. Goes right back to Weathers. He bounces it to the outside and then comes back inside. They're going to give him a yard or two. He's going to be down at the 35. Setting up third down and five from the 35 early here in the second half. Already a big third down here for the Tigers offense. It'll be very important if they can continue this drive, but it's going to be huge for Hartford if they're able to start off this second half on defense with a three and out, getting the ball back. First drive from Marple Newtown to begin the second half as Paoletti comes out. Tigers with four wide receivers in the slot is Philman. Paoletti, shotgun. Christiani goes in motion, making trips on the near side. Clean pocket. Paoletti now is going to rumble. He's going to launch it down the field. Intended for Dastro Garion. And he is going to be into the end zone. Huge touchdown for Marple Newtown. And you saw from the beginning of that play, it was a double move. A double move by Dastro Garion, one of the leading receivers in Delaware County in southeastern PA. Paoletti is able to roll out, keep his eyes downfield. Great protection. By the offensive line, and Paoletti lets that ball launch. And Dolgarian catches it in stride. Beautiful pitch and catch. Dolgarian, touchdown Tigers, pending an extra point. Steve, 65 yards. Paoletti to Dolgarian. In the kick, the extra point is Philman. Out of the Carmen Christiana hold. The kick is up. The kick is no good. Philman misses it wide left. This game is now tied at 13 apiece. 10-24 remaining here in the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Paoletti comes out at halftime, 65 yards to Dash Dolgarian, ties the game at 13 apiece. In the kick this one away for the Tigers is Civerdelli. The return for Haverford is number five, Travis Weiss and Jordan Mosley. They get this signal, and Civerdelli boots this one. It's a high boom and kick, returnable for Weiss, who stands at the five-yard line. Weiss is going to go up the gut. He's going to get a few blockers. 
drive a few Tigers and himself, and he is going to be spotted down at the ref keeps moving. It's going to be around the 27, 28-yard line. Coach kicking, getting that whole sideline fired up right now. I mean, the kids feed off of Coach Gicking's energy all during the week, and right now he is fired up. Tigers with a huge touchdown to open up this second half. Unfortunately, missed the extra point, but it's a 13-13 ball game here in Havertown, PA. Ball spot at the 28. 10-16 here in the third quarter to begin this drive. Rowan, shotgun, four wide receivers. Tigers have all the momentum. It's going to be a keeper by Rowan chasing him down is Tobin, but not before he's tripped up at the 35-yard line. Give him seven on the quarterback keeper. Yeah, little zone read there. Ruin keeps it. Tobin's been there all game. He's been a yard or two away from making a big play in the backfield, but Ruin's so quick. Uh, he's finally tripped up, but not before a nice effort to get outside. They say he was tripped up at the 34, so that begins second down and four for the Forts. Two tight ends for the Fords. It's going to go to Romanovsky. Tigers are in the backfield and coming up for another tacker for loss is Cooper Moss. Cooper Moss. He's a tackle for loss machine. Little quick guy. Not very big. But he comes in and makes a great play. 5'11", 180. And that's his 17 and a half tackle for a loss this season. He has two tonight. It's going to be a loss of three on the play. Third down and seven. Marple Newtown has the momentum. See if they can stop the third down conversion here for Ruin, who comes out. Four wide receivers. Romanovsky on his right hip. Ball's on the 31. Tigers, great penetration up front. Putting their hands up, and it's just a duck that's caught along the sidelines for a first down. Number 21 caught it in Trainer, but that was up in the air, Steve. Chris Trainer, a great receiver. He had a huge game last year in the Thanksgiving game against Upper Darby, one of the all-time high school classics to win the Central League, and he comes up big here, the senior, with a big third-down conversion. They've had a few big third-down conversions thus far, and they keep this drive alive. Ball is spotted at the 44-yard line. Give them 10 on the play. First down and 10. Ruane continues to use that pressure. Moss almost gets the sack, and then two Tigers jump on top of him. Number 68 comes in on the play for the Tigers. That defensive line does it again. Cooper Moss initiating, and Mike Miller and Kyle Tobin finish him off. The Tigers add to their sack total on the season. That's number 16 for that front four unit. I've seen this all for a set. Steve, with the center, the quarterback exchange, Wayne's gone away with it, but that ball coming out is just on the ground. We saw it the first five plays of the game, and we said they've been getting away with it. It's been working for them, but it's going to come up. It's going to come back to haunt them, and right there, the Tigers were able to get pressure, and just that low snap causes mess up in timing. Loss of eight, second down and 18 from their own 36-yard line. 7.30 to go here in the third quarter. Ruane's looking to his left, and coming up for another sack, and the ball is loose. Marple Newtown appears to jump on top of it. 68, and Miller comes up with the sack. He forces the fumble. They're still discussing who has the ball. And Marple Newtown recovers. Steve is going wild in the booth. I believe you are too, Eric. 
I'm pretty pumped up, but I can't get too emotional here because I'm on Haverford <laughs> sidelines. I don't want to get jumped. All right, let me ask you, who got the recovery? Looked like number 63. That's Kevin Rankin. And that's Rankin. Yeah, that's Kevin Rankin. Mike Miller has been a force to be reckoned with that's, tonight. That's his third sack of the night. That's back-to-back sacks from Mike Miller. And this one, that's the best play in football. Sack, strip, and Kevin Rankin comes in recovery. Marple Newtown striking distance. First down and 10 from the 28. 7-17 to begin this drive for Paoletti. Comes out. Pistol formation. Carmen Christiani goes in motion to make it trips. It's going to be a swing pass to Carmen Christiani, who gets one block, and he's going to bounce his way in and around to the 20, around the 20 yard line, Steve. They throw a little swing out there, a little bubble pass, and you put Carmen Christiani in motion, get him in the open field, and he picks up about five yards there on first down. So they're going to mark him down at the 23, five yards on the swing pass as Marvel Newtown continues to use their momentum and go down the field. That was Marple Newtown's third defensive turnover of the night. Huge, Dave, huge. Four wide receivers for Paoletti. Second down and five from the 23. Christiana goes in motion to the near side this time. It's a handoff to Weathers off the far side. He has the first down. He continues to chop his feet. He's still driving Haverford defenders with him. Then they blow it dead. What a job by the sophomore. Wow, we talk about how important those carries were last year in two playoff games. He is unbelievable the way he's carrying that ball tonight. Watch out for number five, Central League. Executive producer Jim Olsman just compared him to Adrian Satness. This is his coming out party. 16 carries, 115 yards. We're only in the third quarter. And they're, they're, every one of those 115 yards are hard fought. First down and 10 from the 11. Goes right back to Weathers up the gut. He blows his shoulder and takes out a Ford with him. He is now within the, I believe, the five. He continues to drag Haverford defenders. I like what Coach Hickens doing. He's letting his big boys up front determine this ball game here, determine this drive. He got Shelly, Diamond, Miller, Goodman, and Lazowicki imposing their will on Haverford's defensive line. Second down and three. They can get a first down. Ball's at the four. 5.30 to go here in the third. Goes to Weathers. And he is going to be into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. What a drive there. Excellent way to start this second half. Touchdowns on back-to-back drives, and this defense set it up there thanks to Miller and Rankin. Now, this is important. We'll see if Coach Kicking decides to kick the extra point, and they will. So Weathers finds the end zone for the second time tonight. He eclipsed the 100-yard mark as Philman's in to attempt the extra point out of a Carmen Christiana hole. Yeah, he kicked the extra point. Go up by seven here. Clean snap. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Marple Newtown takes a 20 the 13 lead, their first lead of the night, with 5.29 remaining in the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. This is the Tigers Radio Network. 
And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 13 unanswered points for the Tigers puts them ahead 20 to 13 here in the third quarter. In the kick it away is Siverdelli. Back to return for the Fords is Weiss alongside Mosley. Mosley now shifts to the far side. Mosley now on the near side. And is kicked right down the middle. Weiss is going to be able to return it. He's going to return it and bobbles the ball from the two. That's going to be a touchback. Yeah, as soon as that ball crosses the goal line, that ball is dead. And they'll take it. Now, see, even if it touches his body, it still counts yeah, as a no touchback? Yeah, no matter what. As, okay. as, as soon as that ball, if his foot hits it, the, end, the uh, end zone line, or if that ball, just the nose of it hits the end zone line, that ball is dead. That's a high school rule. Now, safe to say, Eric, but I want to say, I think everybody in this booth went crazy when Weathers went into the end zone. <laughs> yeah, I could hear Jim from here, actually. <laughs> but you know what? You know what's important? One of the biggest questions Steve has asked all year, can this team establish a good enough run game to compete in the playoffs? I think we're seeing it tonight. First down and 10 from the 20 for a Wayne. It's going to be... A keeper up the gut, and he's going to be slammed up the middle by number 63 and 44. And the Tigers, excuse me, that wasn't quarterback keeper. That was number number 17. I think they put him in the quarterback the while, and they're, going to, they're keeping him in the game here. Interesting decision. John Clee is now in at quarterback. We saw him on the goal line, got two yards on the carry. Second down and eight from the 22 for Clee. Man goes in motion. It's going to be a keeper for Cleet, and he is going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Tigers are not fooled by this Wildcat package. This defense is playing with passion right now. On offense, I don't like when you play with too much passion because it's when you make mistakes. But on defense, you play with that passion. I mean, this defensive line has come ready to play, and the linebackers are doing a great job as well. One yard on the carry. Third down and seven. On their own 23, it comes Cleet. Four wide receivers. Tigers get a great push. Excuse me. That's Ruane and is broken up. And they call pass interference on number 15 of the Tigers. I don't know about that one. That is a horrible, horrible call right there. (laughs) You know what? That's all right. Tigers defense has to to regain their composure here. It's going to be an automatic first down. They call first uh, pass interference. That's going to be 15 yards. That's going to give them. That first down, it's not, technically it's not an automatic first down by rule, but it's gonna, it was only third and seven, so 15 yards will give him that first down. So it's gonna be a pass interference on Conan, gives him a first down, ball is that, gonna be spotted at the 38, and would have taken the ball away from That's Abbotford. an interesting call, and going back, I don't mean, don't play with passion on, I mean, don't play too overexcited on offense, but on defense, it's a whole different story. I love how they're playing right now, all amped up. And that was not Clee on the throw, that was Ruin. Ruin's now back in at quarterback. Who comes out? Twins wide receivers. First down and 10 from the 38. 414 here in the third quarter. Tigers get a push. Ruane looking to his left. And it is going to be caught by Mosley into Marple Newtown territory. It's going to be at the 48, Steve. Mosley with some good protection there. He rolls out to his left. Throws it to Mosley for another first down there across midfield now, Dave. Haverford gets the penalty on third down. Did it continue the drive? Did it connect with Mosley in the Marple Newtown territory? First down and 10 from the 48 comes Ruane. 
Twins once again. Tigers looking to apply pressure. They do. Ruane is going to take Tobin and just heave it down the field. Intended for 21 in trainer. But Tobin had him. He continues just to miss him by a hair. He's hitting himself on the head. He had him. A good blitz there by Harry Gicky's defense. Tommy Long comes in. Frey, he makes Ruane roll out to his right. And Tobin's almost right there to get him from the his ankle, but uh, Ruane does a good job of high-stepping him and just throwing that ball away. Incomplete pass. Halts it at 4-0-1 here in the third quarter. Tigers on top, 20-13. Second down and 10 for Haverford. Ruane looking. Marple Newtown is a free rusher. It's a screen pass, and it's going to go to Romanovsky, who's down the sidelines and tripped up for a touchdown saving tackle by Carmen Christiana. Outstanding play call there by the Haverford offensive coordinator. Tigers have been bringing the blitz on consecutive plays there. This time they catch him, and they find Romanowski in the open field on that screen play, Dave. 23-yard pickup puts the ball at the 25-yard line. Like you said, see, that was a phenomenal call. First down and 10. Haverford continues to drive. It goes back to that third down pass interference play. Sometimes you just need a break on the offensive side to get this play to get the drive going. Four wide receivers for Ruane. He's looking to his left. He pumps down, and now he's going to run it to the outside. Tobin dives for him. Ruane's able to gain a few yards. He's just going to run out of bounds. Eric, you have the yard line. Yeah, it is marked on the 19-yard line. Thank you, thank you, Eric, as that's a six-yard gain. Tobin all night has been just a hair, just completely misses him as he's going around the outside. Yeah, he's sucking wind now. I mean, he's been playing his heart out, just chasing Ruane around. I mean, Ruane, not the, I mean, he's a quick guy, and he gets around those corners very well. They gave him another yard, second down and three from the 18. Ruane is going to be a handoff to Romanovsky. He's trying to bounce it to the outside. Three Tigers in on the play. We see where they spot it. They're going to spot it at the line of scrimmage. I think he lost. He lost about a yard there. That's right at the 19 and a half. It was at the 18 and a half. It's at the 19 and a half right now. So the James do move him back a yard. Third down and four. That's that sweet play. Keep going to Romanovsky. And the Tigers defense is stringing it out and making a great play. That play hasn't worked in the second half. Ruane gets the call. Third down and four from the 19. Tigers on top, 20 to 13 here in the third quarter. 240 remaining. Four wide receivers. Romanovsky on his left hip. Ruane's looking to his left. And coming up for another sack is Cooper Moss. Cooper Moss, what a play. He blows by the offensive guard there and brings down Ruane for another sack. His six-and-a-half sack of the season backs up Haverford. It's going to be about a five-yard loss. Ball spotted on the 26th, fourth down and 11. Haverford's going to go for it. I mean, we've seen Haverford convert on these. So Tigers have to watch it. They have to get pressure up front. We'll see if Harry Gicking decides to bring any pressure here. Big call. Big moment in this one. Look out for Trainer or Mosley. 
Haverford's going to burn a timeout. Marple Newtown leads 20 to 13, 151 to go here in the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. Coach Gallagher likes to go for it. Fourth down 11 from Marble Newtown's 26-yard line. I like the decision here. Rowane, shotgun. Four wide receivers trying to get Marple Newtown to jump. They don't. He's looking to his left. He's going to heave it towards the end zone, and he has a man in trainer. Incomplete. He drops the ball in the end zone. First down, Marple Newtown. He dropped the ball. And that's two. That's two big drops. One in the first quarter on the first drive, and one there. And that's that snake route. And he had his man beat, and just incomplete pass there. And that's a shame because uh, that, was, that was a great. They, they he tried, was open. Yeah, they tried to convert there, and they almost had it. And Trainer just wasn't able to bring it in. And Trainer, he's an excellent, excellent player for this team. And he's, he's going to make up for that one. Marple Newtown takes over at the 26-yard line. First down and 10, 145 to go in the third quarter. Paletti, shotgun, two backs. He's got Fallows and Weathers. High snap. It's going to go to Weathers up the gut. He's going to pinball his way in for a two or three yard gain. Marple Newtown trying to capitalize here up seven points and what a turn of events this game has gone. Marple Newtown down 13-7 open up the second half and after that Dolgarian 60 plus yard connection. That changed the entire momentum of this game. And we'll see what, if they can do anything on this drive. If you can at least just take up some clock here, going into the fourth quarter with a lead, um, I think that's a win for this Tiger offense. Three-yard gain for Weather. Second down and seven from the 29. Paletti. It's going to be a curl route. It's going to be caught by Mathis at the sticks. He's still on his feet. He's at the 50, 45, 40. And he's going to be stepped out of bounds into Haverford territory. There's going to be a late hit against Haverford, tackling an additional 15 yards. He must have stepped down and was hit. He's talking so, to the referee, so pleading ball, his case. That's at the 35. That ball is going to be put on the 20-yard line, and the Tigers. So we see the official call. It's going to be a dead ball, personal foul against Haverford. Oh, it was at the 40. So the ball will be put at the 25-yard line, and the Tigers are in great, great position here to add on to the seven-point lead. So the pitch and catch goes for 35 yards to Mathis. An additional 15 is tacked on. Ball spotted at the 25. First down and 10. 55 seconds remaining. That's a simple curl route. This time to Mathis. And he, he takes it the distance on that one for a big, big gain. 
And then it steps out of bounds, gets that late hit call. So great job up front by the offensive line to continue to give Paoletti some time. Paoletti, two backs. He's got Fowlers and Weathers. Weathers on his left hip. It goes in that direction. Weathers is going to bounce it to the outside and then be stuffed by about four or five defenders at Haverford. But he's able to get down to around the 20-yard line and allow this clock continue to tick. They go back that two-back set. And Jack Fowler, such a selfless player there. All he wants to do is get this one. He ain't getting the carry tonight because he knows number five, his teammate, is having a, a, a great ball game. And he's in right now as a lead blocker doing a great job. He gained four in the play. Second down and six from the 21. 20 seconds remaining. Filming in the slot. Goes directly right back to Weathers. Up the gut. He got a lane. And they're saying he fumbled. No, they're going to call him down. So the referee calls him down. Haverford's pleading for a fumble. And they don't get it. They're still talking about it. And they do call it a Haverford, Haverford recovery. I don't know how you take that long. Steve, the referees, when he's talking about it with two referees, I guess one had one better angle than another. Yeah, I, I couldn't see anything. but Eric? Yeah, I mean, it, it, the ball definitely came out. His knee wasn't down. They just, all the referees called him down, both of them. Both judges, line judges called him down, but the uh, head referee overruled, and they got it right. They definitely got it right. It was just a weird, long call. They took too long to make that. And Thank that, you, Eric. That, that's okay. Marbury Town, completely uh, flip field position. Ten seconds. Ball's on the 14. Ruane's looking to his left. He's got a curl route in Mosley, and he is going to be... Tripped out of one tackler and then be brought down by three Tigers. And that is going to do it here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown leads 20-13. to 13. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! The Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marple Newtown High School football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marple Newtown football and coordinate their efforts. Welcome back. Marlon Weathers, Weathers fumbles the ball, but essentially, Steve, it flips field position, like you said, first down and 10 at their own 25. Not what you want, though, for the Tigers. You want to score, you want to go up 14 points there, but now the turnover battle is three. Marple Newtown with two turnovers, Haverford with three. Sloppy game, but regardless, the fourth quarter is about to begin. Rowane, shotgun formation, four out. Low snap once again. He's just going to lob it, and it's going to com- be complete on the far side. Slammed down by a Tiger. Unable to see the number, though. Looked like number nine caught that ball. Matt Corbett, he had that touchdown on fourth down in the first quarter to make it 7 nothing. And uh, the Tigers 
do a good job there on first down. It's going to be a five-yard pitch and catch, tackled by Alden Mathis. Alden Mathis, he's a sophomore, younger brother of Cameron, and this is a, Dave, this is a good old Central League battle right here. Couldn't agree more. Rowane, second down and five from the 30. Four wide receivers. Romanowski on his left tip. Tigers moving up, not allowing that cushion. He's going to look to the left, and he's going to scramble and then just throw it over the middle of the field. Intercepted by number 57 of the Tigers. Number 57 is A.J. Kotrakatsis. A.J. Kotrakatsis, what a great player. Small guy. He's a middle linebacker, 5'8", 165. He's top four in tackles in this team. What a great kid. What Comes from a great family. And A.J. Kotrakatsis with a big, big play there. And, you know, Ruane, you feel bad for him. I mean, you're just trying to make a play. But well, he threw it over in the middle of the field. That's, that's a cardinal that's, sin. That's what you can't do. And I know Coach Gallagher is telling that. It's a sophomore. It's, he's going to go through growing pains. But having such a great game tonight, you hate to see a player have to turn over the ball like that. 11.06 on the clock. First and 10 from their own 48-yard line. Paoletti, shotgun. Goes right back to Marlon Weathers. Who's going to be hit at the line of scrimmage. Haverford's going to slam him and throw him back. So he's going to gain one on the play, give him the 49, clock continues to tick, but Katrakatsis comes up for Marple Newtown's defense's fourth turnover of the night. Yeah, great job there by the Tigers, and that's their 15th turnover they forced this season. Great job. Marlon Weathers on the night, 22 carries, 141 yards, and a pair of Marple Newtown touchdowns. The yellow coming on 65-yard strike to Dolgarian. Paletti, empty backfield, five wide receivers. Now Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to Weathers, who's going to find the lane, be tackled down at the 46-yard line of Haverford. Aubrey Delta offensive line doing a great job up front. You see number 66, Mike Shelley, doing a great job out there. <laughs> Can't, every time I see him, he gives me chills. What, what a great story, kid coming back from chemotherapy, coming out tonight and playing his butt off at the center position. Crucial. Third down and six. Ball is spotted at the 46. Nine minutes and change to go here in the fourth quarter. Tigers lead 20-13. to Paletti, empty backfield. Weathers goes in motion. They're going to fake the jet sweep, and it's going to be complete to Cameron Mathis for a Tiger first down. Love that play design there. So they go with the jet sweep this time. They set it up there. They fake the sweep, and they throw a little hitch route to Cameron Mathis for a first down. Great throw by Paoletti right on the target. That moves the chains. Ball is spotted at the 36-yard line. Ten-yard completion to Mathis. So they fake the jet sweep, the weathers, in order to set up the curl route. First down and 10 for Paoletti. He's going to hand it off to weathers, who gets a crease and then is bottled up after a gain of three or four. Tigers continue to eat clock. You'll take four, you'll take three, four yards, even two yards on carries. As long as you're moving this clock, you can't be content though. You got to score here. To get a comfortable lead, because you give this defense a 14-point lead, uh, that's danger for Haverford. Ball is spotted at the 34. Now they're going to give him the 33. Three-yard carry for Weathers. 
Second down and seven. Tigers slowly walking to that line. We're going to drain as much clock as possible. Up seven. Pistol formation for Paoletti. Two wide receivers. On the near side is Philman. It's going to be a read option. It's going to go to Weathers, who continues to chop his legs. Flashes of Adrian Satness continue to driving the pile. Yeah, he's not easy to go down. Not the biggest guy, but uh, he's been doing a great job tonight, Marlon Weathers has. 5'10", 165, but, I mean, he runs like he's 200 pounds. They mark it down at the 30. Third down and four. Big, for Coach Kicking's offense. Yeah, big third down here for the Tigers. Said coming into this game, they were 45% on the third down. 7.47, 7.46, here in the fourth quarter. Have her blitzes. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers who gets the first down. Yeah, he just gets it. What an outstanding, outstanding job up there by the up back. Number nine, Kyle Tobin. Who doesn't normally play offense. No, and that's formation. They've been in this formation every time they run the ball. They are telling Haverford, we are running power at you. Come and stop us. And the Marlboro Newtown offensive line has been delivering all night long. It's going to be a four-yard carry for Weathers, who's now up to a career high, 156. Paoletti, first down and 10 from the 26. Handoff goes right back to Weathers, who's just going to die forward, lunges himself to gain a few more yards. He is their horse number five, and he continues to carry this team. He's not coming out of the game. <laughs> Two more yards there on the first down carry. Let this clock tick. And this is an impressive drive. This is what you want to see deep into the season. Get ready for the playoffs. And you have to credit the offensive line, the big guys up front, especially getting Luke Lazowicki back. He played his first game after the injury last week, and now you can see he's starting to get his feet underneath him. Second down and eight from the 24. 6.30 remaining. Shotgun. Paoletti points out a linebacker. He's going to hand it off to Weathers, who's going to weave his way through a few Haverford defenders trying to punch the ball out, but he's going to gain about three or four. It's going to set up third and four. This is just a sophomore carrying the ball, and the story of this game has been two sophomores. Jake Ruane for Haverford, Marlon Weathers for Marple Newtown. Both these guys have been playing their hearts out, and Weathers continues to carry this ball. The more, 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 most impressive thing is he's holding on that ball. As you said, Haverford defenders are trying to rip that ball out. They see under six minutes to go, they're down by seven. They need to get this ball back if they want any chance to try to win this game. They push it back one yard. third down and five from the 21. Goes right back to Weathers, who is met by two Haverford defenders near the sticks. He's about a yard and a half short. A player's helmet flies off. Eric is about a yard short, correct? Yeah, about, yeah, we're at yeah. like the 18-yard uh, line right now. He's about, yeah, about a yard, yard and a half short. The way your defense is playing, this is a, this is a far field goal. This is yeah. about a 35-yard attempt. I like it. Keep your offense on the field. You need two yards. You've been running the ball great. If you don't get it, you like your chances with the way the defense is playing. Fourth down and eight for Paoletti and the Tigers. Ball is at the 18. Paoletti's looking to the sidelines. Tigers are going to burn a timeout. We're going to step aside. Tigers on top, 20 to 13. 
Five minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Steve, this is why I'm glad I'm not a coach. Everybody has their own play that they want to call. It's fourth down and two. Ball is spotted at Haverford's 18-yard line. During the commercial break, guys are saying, do we do we throw it here, play action, zone read, you, you make Pele to keep it? I say you go with what's been working. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Pistol formation, weathers the back. Two yards to go for Marple Newtown. Play action. Paletti throws along the sidelines. Did they call a reception? They do. Yeah. First down, Marple Newtown. Well, I gotta say, I caught it, but. Good job, Dave. The play action, <laughs> they line up in that same power formation with the up back and Tobin. They do a play action. And they. Tobin they catches his first catch of the, uh, first catch of the season. Great job there. They, they have him go out in the flat there and Kyle Tobin with an outstanding play there. I believe the ball is spotted at the 14-yard line. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Handoff goes to Weathers. Haverford brings the house. Three guys hit Weathers at the line of scrimmage. Timeout. No, there's no timeout on the field. It looked like it, but clock continues to wind. 4.30 and counting. Some other offensive linemen in here. Katra Katsis and number 58, Kevin Hahn. So... There's been about seven or eight offensive linemen in throughout this game have been doing an outstanding job up front. Mono e mano here. Second down and nine at Haverford's 13. Paletti sitting in a pistol to his right is Weathers. That's where he goes with the ball. He runs it up the gut behind his big guys. And they're saying the ball. They're saying he's down. The near judge is saying the ball. So the clock will continue the run. He dove into the pile, so he's near the 10. They're going to mark him down around the 11, so third down and 7. So it's going to be third down here, as you said. And Marvin Newtown going to be faced with a decision here. Hereford is selling out on the run. Now you're closer to the goal line. Do you, If you don't get it here, do you send in the field goal unit? You're going to see... Haverford has only two timeouts. They used one already. Marple Newtown's going to use one themselves. We're going to keep it here, though. Steve, you got 324. Eric along the sidelines. This is a big call on third down. This is huge. This this could be the ball game here. I mean, do you get the first? You get the first down. I mean, that's that's crucial. But you know, I think if you don't. I like their, you know, I like their uh, chances at attempting a field goal. You know, Riley Fillman's pretty reliable from shorter distance, and he's pretty accurate. So, we'll see what happens. Let's let's see what happens on third here. Now, Steve, who kicks it if Marple Newtown elects to kick a field goal? Is it Fillman or Siverdelli? I think Siverdelli. Siverdelli in. Um, 
He hit one last week. Uh, I'm sorry, he hit one a couple weeks ago uh, at Upper Darby. We've seen Philman miss an extra point. Uh, it was at the same game, Upper Darby. And, uh, Civarelli actually came into that game and hit one. So, I mean, this is, this right. is crucial. I mean, the ball is, what, at the 10-yard line? So depends if they want to get to the hash mark. If they prefer and it depends. To get it. So right now it's a 27-yard attempt. In high school, that's no gimme. <laughs> In the well, NFL no, these no, days, no, it's no, no gimme. gimme. Uh, so we'll see what they do here if they decide to pay a good timeout, though, by Coach Gicking to uh, drop a play here. Third down and eight from the 11. Paletti sits in the shotgun. To his right is Weathers. Running across the formation is Mathis. He's going to roll that way. He's going to step up in the pocket and then be hit. He's going to be hit, though, in the middle of the field. So Paoletti did a good job. He's going to lose about a yard, but he took care of the ball. Yeah, it was good. and I like this. They're going to bring Civerdelli in. And he lost about a yard, you said? So they're going to put the ball in the 13. So it's going to set up about a tw- about a 29 to 30 yard field goal. And and I believe he hit a 32 yarder at Upper Darby on a grass field, which is a little muddy after a few rainstorms. And that was a couple of weeks ago. So this is huge. This this gives you a 10 point lead. Severdale have a Carmen Christiana hold. Kick is up. The kick is no good. They're saying it was wide left. So Haverford takes over, 239, two timeouts, and you got a quarterback that's top five in the county in passing yards. Yeah, but that, that that's big. I think he just missed that. He just missed that. But, you know, if you're Coach Gicking, I don't like what you did on offense. You took a lot of time off the clock, and your defense has been playing lights out now, since the beginning of the second if half. If you're Coach Gicking, what are you telling your secondary? Are you telling no one behind you, or are you allowing the short yardage? You're allowing short yard, nothing behind. You give a cushion, you let them throw those curl routes. First down and 10 from the 20, 239 to begin this drive. Dolgarian goes back to the far safety. It's going to be a quick pass to Mosley, who's going to be tackled by number 15 of the Tigers. They're going to pl- call the play dead. So number 15 is Conan. Outstanding job by Conan. He gives cushion. They let them throw that little spot pass to Mosley, but as soon as he throws that, he meets him immediately. Doesn't let him can't gain any yards after the catch. No huddle. Four-yard completion. Second down and six from the 24-yard line. Two minutes to go here at Haverford High School. Ruane looking to his left. He's going to hit a man in the slot. Number 15, I believe, gets out of bounds. Good job by Bernard. To get the first down. This is that two-minute drill. You always go over at the end of practice. I'm sure Coach Gallagher had been doing this all season long for situations like this. 2.03 to go. Mosley gets out of bounds. So the ball is spotted at the 34. Give him 10 to Bernard. Rowan. Shotgun. Four wide receivers. Low snap. It's going to be a little quick throw. It is knocked down at the line of scrimmage. Good job by number I believe that was Miller, 68, on the far side. Yeah, I mean, you're your tallest defensive lineman. You can't get to the ball, uh, to the quarterback. Put your hands up. Good job. That ball was batted up, almost intercepted. But Howard throwing these short passes, they're going to, Marple's going to give it to him. If Marple Newtown ever decides to creep up there, they're going to go deep here. But I like what Marple Newtown's doing. Give him the cushion here. Don't let anything behind you. Exactly two minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Haverford trailing by seven. Standing on their own 34-yard line. Ruiz going to his right. Intended. It is intercepted. Intercepted. Intercepted by Conan. Who's just going to go down. What a job. Another turnover. Their fifth 
turnover of the night. Rowan had the good had had the idea there. I mean, he wanted to go deep again. They were throwing those short passes, trying to set something up long. The safeties did not bite. Neither did Dylan Conan. He stayed in his zone as he dropped back. Was right there as he intercepted the ball. Outstanding job by this defense once again. He intended to go to Mosley. It was too tall for him. Overshot him. Standing behind him was Conan. Fifth turnover of the night. Sets up Marple Newtown. First and ten at Haverford's 29-yard line. 149 here on the clock. Marple Newtown's going to look to eat it as two timeouts remain for the Fords. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers. You're trying to bounce it to the outside. He is going to lose about a yard. Haverford burns a timeout. Still, I believe Haverford has... That's their first timeout they burned? No, that's their second. That's their second. So they'll still have time here if Marple Newtown... So he lost two on the carry, second down in 12. Haverford burns... A timeout. If you're coach kicking, you're keeping this on the ground. You want to drain as Without much time as possible. Now, if Marple Newtown gets one first down, game's over. But if they're in, they're in a situation where, you, I mean, I think you're in four-down territory. You're in no man's land. So if they do not convert, they turn over the ball on downs. Halford's going to have, I would say, around 40 seconds. Anything is possible. So they do have time. Um but if you're coach kicking, I think you continue to pound the ball behind your big fellas up front. Lazowicki and company has done a phenomenal job, especially, I mean, Weathers has a buck 65 on the ground. And I wouldn't be surprised if they put this ball in Paoletti's hands, let him throw it. He's got you here this far. I mean. It's true. They set up the play action earlier, get the first down. You never know, coach kicking. Paoletti in the pistol. Second down and 12 for the 31. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers up the gut, just trying to take care of the ball. Continues to drive his legs, and he is down and around. I want to say the 20, Steve. Yeah, they're going to call another timeout. So a minute 32 to go, only eight seconds off the clock, or nine seconds off the clock for Haverford. Now how long is, say they get the, they drain the clock, Steve. The ball's at the 28. How long did it have until they have to possibly coach kicking burns that timeout just to try and prevent the clock? Well, you, you know, you have that. I believe it's a twenty-five second play clock to get the playoff. So um, right now the ball will be snapped by the time. They, I mean, if they get a first down, the game's over, obviously. But they have to set the ball. So I would say it's third down and nine. They don't get it here. Marlboro Newtown will have to snap the ball. Say this play takes about 10 seconds. And you probably go for it after the missed field goal. It's going to go down to about 58 seconds if you don't get it. And uh, Marlboro Newtown can go for it on fourth down there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you don't get it there, obviously, Hartford is going to have about 50 seconds to go. Third down and nine from the 28. Paoletti comes out in the pistol. Behind them is Weathers. They give it to him, and he is just thrown down in the backfield. And that's okay. Great job up front defensively by Haverford. But that clock's going to run. Wait till they set it, and then the play clock will start. Now, if you're in offense, you just drain the clock as much as possible, then take your last time so out. So they just set it. So one thirteen to go. I fully expect Marble so to yeah, drain the clock as much as possible. This play clock will expire at 48 seconds. Exactly one minute now. 
Now, do you bring out the punt unit and try and have Philman pin them, Steve, or you just try and run a play? Executive producer Jim Olsman wants another six points with Paoletti through the air as Tigers take a timeout. They're going to head to the sideline. We are as well. We're going to step aside. Up seven, 46 seconds remaining. You're going to stay tuned. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember... If it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Paletti comes out, fourth down and 11, standing at the 30-yard line. 46 seconds remaining. They come out one wide receiver to the far side. Play action. He rolls to his right. He's going to step up. He's going to heave it to the end zone. And it is going to be caught. Caught by Cameron Mathis. Wow. 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 Paoletti rolls out to the right. He cuts back in. And he's in double coverage. Pele does a good job. Only one guy went out on a route, so he just launches it. It's batted in the air, and Cameron Mathis comes down with it. Outstanding play there by Cameron Mathis, one of the Delco leading receivers this year, and he continues success tonight. Outstanding play. 30-yard pass completion. Ball was tipped up in the air. Then Cameron Mathis came down with it in the corner of the end zone. This place is rocking for Marple Newtown. Extra point is up. It is no good. Philman misses his extra extra point. Marple Newtown takes a 26-13 lead. 36 seconds remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. I don't know about anybody else, but I think our entire booth just went through the ceiling. <laughs> what an exciting game. What a gutsy performance by this entire Marple Newtown team. Offense, defense, special teams. They now have a 13-point lead on Haverford. 19 unanswered points, Dave. And that's the story of this one. Civerdelli kicks it away. It's returnable for Weiss, who drops the ball around the five-yard line. He's going to try and bounce it to the far side. Now he cuts it back up. Marple Newtown does a great job bottling him up. They have 28 seconds remaining. Marple Newtown is looking to improve their record. Only one loss. This is their first 6A win in a while, Steve. 
Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, we should say quality. I mean, they, they did the upper derby kind of study this year, but both of those teams down years this year. Programs. Haverford's won five straight. Yeah, programs, uh, you know, um, and this program dropped their first two games to Chester by three and to uh, Ridley 7 nothing. So they've been rolling. They beat a great Garner Valley team in overtime. So Marpa Newtown, if they can pull this off, uh, this, this is huge for this program. First down and 10 from the 14. Ruane in the shotgun. Marple Newtown standing back. Tobin's going for the sack. And he is just going to continue to weave his way around Marple Newtown defenders. Complete at Romanovsky on the near side. And the Tigers continues to tick the clock. Let's see if they just want to call it. Marple Newtown's lining up. Ruane's running to the line of scrimmage. That's eight. They blow it dead. Three seconds to go. This is the ball game, unless there's a 14-point play in the book. Marpa Newtown's going to go 7-1, and 6-1 and one in the Central League, and they're still alive for that Central League title. I'm sure our man down in South Carolina is going to be working these brackets to shout out to Greg Pecco. His poor fiance. <laughs> All the great work he does. As this will be the final play. Third down and two from the 22. 3.8 seconds remaining in this Central League matchup. As Marple Newtown's going on their way for the victory. The screen pass. It's floated up in the end zone. And it is caught by number 15. And that will do it. Marple Newtown goes to 7-1 like Steve said. With a 26-13 victory at A.G. Cornog Stadium in Havertown, Pennsylvania. We'll be coming right back to you to wrap this one up. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! Welcome back. Marple Newtown goes into Haverford, scores 19 unanswered to win this one by a final score of 26 to 13. Eric, last comments before we wrap up. You know, it's great to see Marlon Weathers get loose tonight. What a career night for him. I think it just reinforces the fact that when this team enters the playoffs, we have a running game, and that's just great. But not to overshadow the great game by Marple's defense, especially in that third quarter by Mike Miller, Cooper Moss, and all those guys on defense getting sacks, tackles were lost. What a great team effort. What a great second half. But also, before I forget, Ruan. Ruan for Haverford, their quarterback. He's a sophomore. Some mistakes in the second half, but he's going to be a good player. Credit him for playing a nice game, too. 
Couldn't agree. The, the moment that changed this game, Steve, was a 65-yard pass by Paoletti. Hit Dolgarian in stride to get Marple Newtown tied at 13. This offense has been doing it all year for this team. They spark him with a big touchdown. They open up the second half. The tie this ball game up 13-13, and the defense carries them the rest of the way. This defense was lights out, a shutout in the second half. What a way to recover. This team was faced with adversity after coming off a loss, down going into halftime. What an impressive victory for this program going into next week at Harrington High School. Mm-hmm. They're well on their way to go into the playoffs with a chance to still win the Central League. Couldn't agree more. Miller had three sacks on the day. Several players, Patrick Kotzes, Christiana, Conan at the end. Everybody contributed defensively and offensively. Got to credit the big fellas up front. Paving away for Weathers, 160-plus on the ground and a pair of touchdowns to finish this one. Next week, the Marple Newtown Tigers will travel to Rosemont, Pennsylvania to play the Rams of Herodin High School on Friday, October 1st at 7 p.m. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com starting at 6.30. You can read more about this game, get coverage throughout the entire 2016 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MN Tigers and at MN Athletics. And on Instagram at MN Tigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima, engineer and analyst Larry O'Connor, co-executive producer Greg Pecco, head football coach Dean of Students and athletic director Chris Gicking, athletic director Haverford High School Joanne Patterson, spotter in the booth Jim Olsman, social media tonight courtesy of Bob Herbin, statistician Eric Kelling, legal services brought by Phil Press, Esquire of Norristown, Pennsylvania, and executive producer Jim Osman. I'm Dave DePasco for the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, DZO Mechanical, the Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association, Gillen and Associates Law Firm, Barnaby's of Havertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Rinmar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MN Tigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!